Hey loves, it's Rowan, straight edge midwife. Midwife at uh, Preggers Can Be Choosers here in Houston, Texas. This is a 10 minute and 80 seconds or less podcast sharing about things that I find interesting, which are sometimes they're cool tools or educational pieces or just something that I think might be helpful for the general public and hopefully you. Today is January 23rd, 2024, and like most people who are getting older, I say things like, can't believe it's 2024 already. But I think post-COVID, a lot of us have a little bit of a time warp. So things I want to talk about today is, one is a magnesium soak. You can see advertisements for fluid and some other ones where you really immerse your body into different minerals to help support your thyroid function or just cortisol going down. And anyway, one thing I've really been recommending for both myself and people in my life and my patients is um, it's a brand called Living the Good Life. And she supposes that soaking your body from 20 to 45 minutes is the way to go to get the most optimum uptake for magnesium and what a lot of people feel is really relaxed and just kind of helps reset their nervous system and helps them like regulate so they're feeling more calm and able to manage stressful situations the two applications i'm super interested in is one for menopausal folks like myself something about magnesium stores and bone density there's a relationship there and i'm still exploring it but i'm advocating that if you're menopausal or perimenopausal doing a foot soak or a body soak with some magnesium and i really like this brand living the good life i'm not an affiliate i'll just put the link down in the show notes for you to try it and my people it's not cheap but also being able to navigate your life in a way where you're not flipping out, that also has a high value. So living the good life. One caveat is that she wants you to do the foot soak in not a plastic bin and not a metal bin, but glass or ceramic. Well, the problem is I have great big man feet. So man feet like myself, trying to figure out where I can soak my feet that isn't a bathtub is a little bit of a challenge. For you small-footed people, you're a little bit better off. So that's the magnesium soak for menopause. The other thing I'm thinking about is people who are pregnant and having systematic like leg cramps or restless leg or those types of things, I think a daily foot soak might really be helpful. A lot of those folks I recommend to my patients or other people know to take something called Um, natural calm it's a supplement that people take uh, orally and there's a higher bioavailability when you take it as a powder but I think navigating it as a foot soak is a really good way to get more of it into your body and then also when people have puffy ankles or puffy feet or something like that I think getting the magnesium closer to the source is a good thing The last thing I want to say about pregnant folks and magnesium is that there's some um, evidence, and this is the antithesis of evidence, an evidence-based podcast. You're going to have to go over to uh, Rebecca Decker for that. But 
folks who do a magnesium soak who are pregnant, it might be a way to support them if you have concerns about pre-E, preeclampsia. I think doing a magnesium foot soak is a is a good intervention to help keep your body from escalating down that road. And also always check these things with your provider because even though I'm a straight edge midwife and I would love to be your midwife, we don't have a client patient relationship at this moment. So taking the magnesium soaks, looking at, at that for yourself and then discussing it with your provider, I'm a big advocator for that. So just to round it up, magnesium soaks, good for menopausal folks, in my opinion, to help with promoting bone density and also promoting management of mood swings and hormone issues as far as like emotional instability. I think it helps decrease cortisol, it helps promote relaxation and better rest. And then for pregnant folks, I think it helps with potentially decreasing episodes of pre-E or helping somebody from evolving down the preeclampsia road, and then also helps with swelling and cramping. So those are the things that I think it might help. But of course, before you go rogue, talk to your provider or own that you're going rogue. Second thing I want to talk about is, does anybody else have a planner problem? So I had a Moleskine planner about, I don't know, 15 years ago, and I thought it was the best. And then Danielle Laporte came up with her Desire Map Planner, which I adored and got every year faithfully. Then Danielle Laporte gave up on me. So then I went to Meagles, and that's M-I-G-O-A-L-S, and they had a Gold Digger Planner, which I thought was great. But somewhere in all this, I got excited and decided I needed to switch to the Unbound Planner, because somebody said that was so much like Danielle Laporte's. It was not. And so I loved pieces of that. And then I moved over to the Passion Planner, which folks had raved about for years, and that's what I have now. But I had two sizes, because I got the big size thinking, yes, this is for me. And then it didn't fit in the magic bag that I bought. So I was so committed to this bag, I got a smaller planner. And then last night on Instagram, I got got by Laurel Denise. She has this huge planner, like it's almost the size, it's bigger than my laptop. And it folds open and you can project plan and it has different sizes and of course glorious sticky notes and a way to look at a month and a week and to-do lists and all this stuff and someone talked me off the ledge of buying another planner another planner thanks laurel denise and of course she has like seven huge ones and one small one which probably immediately small sold out plus i have my big messy handwriting so if anybody's used the Laurel Denise planner, let me know. I think anything else that I want to say is I stopped doing podcasts for a while because we stopped our support group. We originally started the Preggers Can Be Choosers Afterbirth podcast support group and podcast to support our friend Tiffany. And Tiffany's kids are like six and seven or something now. But when Tiff got in a place where she didn't need us quite so much, we kind of disbanded and, and that was good for a few years. But I think we're going to bring this podcast back and think about tips that are helpful to folks and things that I'm thinking about. And I'm always open to questions or things that we can help folks with. I've been writing a bunch, so some of the topics that I'm considering for writing, I'll throw out here for you guys. But 
our commitment is to be 10 minutes and 80 seconds or less. It's just a little shorty, a little podcast shorty. But the biggest intention is that we stay connected because I don't ever want anybody to feel alone or isolated or that they don't have somebody that they can bounce an idea off. So if you have a question for me, shoot it off. If you want to join my newsletter, which I highly suggest, you can go to preggers.rocks and sign up for the newsletter. And I think that's it for now. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.